Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. The award-winning Crunch Time. We dissect and analyse what took place on Friday night footy for Werribee Isuzu. Upgrade your old ute into D-Max now. They are paying top dollar for trade-ins. Jared Waitley, Leon Cameron, Luke Hodge and Sam Edmonds with you. And the Fremantle coach Justin Longmuir has joined us. Justin, thanks for your time on Crunch Time. No worries, guys. How'd you sleep last night after those events? Yeah, not not well. Um, yeah, it's tough to know what to make of it. Um, you know, you look at the last couple of minutes and we're, we're probably lucky, but I think there's some elements of that, you know, third quarter and fourth quarter where we should have made more of the opportunities we created. So, yeah, I think we'll review it like we always review a game. Pretty process-oriented. But, yeah, it's definitely a different feeling after the game. Do you torture yourself with elements of it when you get back to the hotel room? Can you leave it alone or do you have to, I've got to find out a few things here? Uh, yeah, find out a few things. Um, but that's the same with every game. But, yeah, I, I, I guess when games are decided by a close margin or a draw, um, some of those mistakes that you make and some of the missed opportunities, they're just highlighted more and made more of, I suppose. So they do weigh on you a little bit more than, um, you know, if you win comfortably or, or lose comfortably. Philosophically, are you a draw guy or would you prefer a little bit of extra time to settle it? Yeah, well, I haven't really made a call on that. I think that's the second draw we've had in our club history, so it doesn't really sit high on the priority list of my decision-making. So, um, yeah, I just accept that it's part of the game. Um, And in the end, you know, we'll take the two points and it sort of takes percentage out of it now for us. So, um, yeah, that's that's our lot after last night and we'll, we'll cop it. Justin, Leon, Cameron, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Just, just want to touch on, you know, you've been fantastic all year and congratulations thus far on your year. You sit in the top four, you've made the running um, and just in the last couple of weeks trying to maintain belief with such a young group, knowing that you've got a couple of really tough games coming up, do you play a real big active role or do you, do you really really rely on your leaders to say, no, what we're doing here is right and it can, can, can go the distance. We understand it's a long year and there's got to be a dip here and there. But is it more you or is it more your leaders that you really lean on in the next couple of weeks? Oh, it's a bit of both, Leon. And, um, yeah, well, we've, we've had a... last couple of weeks, we've really focused on our energy. I just feel like we've had a bit of a dip in our energy and a few of our younger guys possibly, um, you know, feeling the pinch a little bit of, of the season. And sometimes you can internalise um, that and dwell on it and it sort of snowballs into... Um, you know, poor performances. So we've tried to build our energy, um, and that and that you can only do that um, by leaning in on each other. So yeah, the leaders play a big part of that, and every player really plays a big part in that. And they just have to get outside of themselves and 
I thought we saw some signs of our energy lifting um, last night. Um, I thought we were especially early up for the contest and they got on top through the middle period um, and especially that second quarter. But I thought the energy just to hang in there was, was really strong. And um, yeah, I couldn't be more impressed with some of our younger leaders. And I think the guys that get the recognition um, is probably Caleb and, and Andy in our leadership group. But I thought you know, guys like Hayden Young and Brandon Walker and, and those type of guys that it, that just bring the bring, bring that energy for us uh, really um, showed showed a bit last night and yeah it's um it's something we need to build on because as you said it's gonna, only going to get tougher and the games only get bigger and the outcome focus only gets stronger so yeah we need to make sure that we lean in on each other um, for the rest of the season. Justin, Richmond were uh, orchestrating the spare behind the ball through McIntosh dropping back. It looked like you were happy to have the spare at the contest. You won the stoppages. Was there much talk in the coach's box about equalising and making sure that seventh didn't get too much of an advantage? Because it looked like they had a fair impact in that second half. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's always a bit of a conundrum because they'll, they'll try and manufacture it no matter what. So we tried to play six forwards early, and they still had a had an extra, and then you know went to a different structure at half time, which I think allowed us to get the game on our terms a little bit more. But yeah, still gave them an extra behind the ball. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. It really affected our mid-four connection and um, sometimes you can try as hard as you want um, to even up the numbers, but teams just manufacture that extra. And I think what we were finding in the first, uh, especially that second quarter, is it was leaving us vulnerable in our defence um, and we weren't getting the necessary layers that we like to get set up. So we got that in the second half and got a few more repeat entries in the game played in our front half, but still didn't help the fact that yeah, we, yeah, we couldn't bypass that extra. So... Um, we were talking about it uh, in that last quarter in particular um, to even up the numbers, but we felt like the balance through the middle of the ground um, was more um, necessary, I suppose, to try and take their game away from them. So, um, yeah, that's the way Richmond play, and sometimes you just have to cop it, and we, unfortunately we couldn't find a, a way around it. What was your uh, message at three-quarter time? Because it looked in the third quarter that Richmond's defence was really good at times, and... and it almost made your players second guess and you didn't come through with the corridor as, as much as what you did earlier. But then in the last quarter, it looked like they were just motivated to do it again. And, and so you opened up the game again because some of the kicks young through the middle, they just backed themselves and, and took the kicks. They probably weren't taking so much in the third quarter when the pressure was on. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And, you know, sometimes with a young group and the pressure comes on, you can go a little bit insular um, and, and that affects your, your risk-taking and decision-making. So, yeah, we just wanted to make sure that we kept on spreading the ground. And, um, you know, the one way of drawing the extras up sometimes is making sure you use your extras. Um, so we, we wanted to do that a little bit more. And, um, you know, change angles was a big focus for us from halftime onwards. And, yeah, it finally started to click in that last quarter um, on the back of, you know, owning a little bit more field position as well, especially that, um, you know, for the first 20 minutes of that last quarter, I think the inside 50s are 14-3. So we're playing the game at the right end of the ground. Um yeah, like we've just touched on, we just couldn't make the most of that opportunity. Uh, Justin, Sam Edmund here. Appreciate your time this morning. I know we won't be scanned until you get home, but do all things point to a standard hammy for Fife, or, or are you a bit more optimistic than that? Oh, no, I think it'll be a standard hammy. Mm. Yeah, that was the, the call from the docs after, after the game. So, yeah, well, you never really know with these things. 
so we'll get back and get it scanned and, and let everyone know. But, yeah, we're just hoping for a standard hammy at this stage. And I know your policy on players, you know, from rival clubs, and obviously your head's in the season now, of course. But can I ask you about Rory Lobb? I mean, has he or his management made their intentions clear to you at this stage on his playing future beyond this year? Well, it's not really for me to comment. Um, and, you know, I... I'm really strong on the fact that Rory's got a year left to run on his contract and he's a really important player to us. Mm. And, um, you know, he was out there last night. Maybe we make them make a little bit more of those, um, you know, those contest situations in our Ford 50. So players, players like Rory, um, they're really important because um, they allow you to play two rucks with, and, 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 and an extra tall forward at the same time. So just really important to our structure and, yeah, like I've said all along, he's, mm. he's contracted and I see him playing at the club next year. And Griffin Logue is really important as well and has had a real impact going forward, obviously, in recent times. Has the club offered him a contract at this stage, Justin? Where do things sit with him? Yeah, we're in negotiations with, with Griff. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, those ne- negotiations and talks continue on. So, yeah, hopefully we can get something locked away. Justin, how untimely is the Fife injury, given the, the block of footy that he was trying to get in the back half of the season probably would have been perfect to have him running into peak condition come the finals? Yeah, it's not ideal, clearly. He's missed so much footy and feel like we're just starting to get on top of his form and his role. And, yeah, and even last night it was untimely because you know we, we started getting field position in, that, uh, in the second half a little bit more, especially in that last quarter, and to have someone who could you know, take a mark, um, contested mark would have been handy to have. So, yeah, it's going to it's gonna make it a little bit trickier towards the end of the year, but I mean, he's, he's a pro. He's going to rehab it really well and his fitness won't be an issue, but, yeah, it's not, not ideal. And he is a champion of the game, so I preface it with that, but how big a challenge would it be to walk back in in this disjointed season, potentially in the first week of the finals? Yeah, well, it's, it's, like I said, it's not going to be ideal. But, you know, if anyone can do it, it's him. Um, yeah, and it is a bit of a, it's a... It's not ideal, but it's a road... A little bit of a speed bump, I, I feel. Um, he's got over the big stuff that he had to get over with his back and shoulder. and Yeah, he's um, he's come back from hammies before. So, yeah, I well, hope, hope, hope he, he can you know, only miss the, the two or three weeks and get a game in before the, the bye and, and start getting his mojo back again. Have you all? Did you speak to him last night, just out of curiosity, or will you leave that for later on? Oh, yeah, I, I pat on the back and um, real, really brief. Yeah, and um, yeah, he was obviously disappointed, but he was um, yeah around his teammates and, and supporting them as well. So yeah, he'll be right. On the upside, so your defence last night is we well know the the two key pillars and how good Ryan and Cox are. Young's development is is really striking. We thought he was probably the best player on the ground, and Chapman as well. That that defensive group, how how are they evolving together in the coaches' eyes? No, I think it's yeah got the potential to be um, one of the better back six um, or back sevens yeah, in the comp. To be honest. Jared. Um, yeah, throw Chapman, Walker, Young, Clark, who just played his 50th game. The others have not played 30 games yet um, and become pretty reliable players down there. Um, and then, yeah, throw in Brennan Cox, who oh, I think's had an All-Australian year. Uh, he probably doesn't get the recognition over here and externally as well he does internally. Um, but he's, he's been super. 
Yeah, and I feel like we've got some good cohesion down there and Matty Boyd's done a fantastic job of teaching him the game plan but bringing him together and getting him to support each other. Yeah, I probably agree with Youngie last night. I thought he was one of the best on the field and you know, for someone who hasn't played 30 games yet, I don't think. Um, yeah, he's just such a mature mature operator um, week to week, but also you know, during the weeks, he's, he's just a real pro and um, going to be a great football player for us for yeah, years to come. Frederick, uh, as Noel Bolter was lined out for uh, for a shot and the umpires called play on, a lot of players would have been standing there not mm. paying attention. Do you use that as an example for younger guys coming through that no matter the situation of the game, whether you've got the ball or not, that you've always got to be switched on because you can impact it then and there? Because that was a pretty important thing that he did. Uh, absolutely, Hodgie. Yeah, we talk about um, you know, being on task and in the moment all the time. Uh, that was a great example of it. Him and Schultz were just ready to go on the line. Um, and as soon as the umpire raised his arms, off they went. So, yeah, clearly game-saving game for us. Uh, so, yeah, that, that'll get shown in the review for sure. And the boldness in the final, what was it, 10 seconds, I think, Justin, with, with, with big, um, big Sean tapping it back into the corridor. Were you happy to see that? You've got to risk it for the biscuits, the old saying, but obviously you can come unstuck. Yeah, no, it wasn't ideal. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll probably, put, I'll probably put my hand up for that, to be honest, because um, we've got to we've got to win the game scenario. And I put the sign up uh, when Bolter was having a shot because I thought he would at least you know score a point, yeah. um, and we'd have to try and win the game. So I think some of our players saw that and thought we were in that in that mode and didn't adjust after you know he didn't score. So. I think that's on that. That's probably on me as much as anyone. I actually saw that. I, I love that. I love the fact yeah. that your p- young players out in the ground wanted to take the game on and try and win the game rather than playing safe, tapping it in front and getting another stoppage. As a coach, would you back him to? If you didn't put the sign out, would you back him to make that call and and be as aggressive as what they did? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, like um, yeah, no, it would have been devastating if we hadn't come out of it with the two points. Um, you know, with 10 seconds on the clock and big stoppage. So, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. Um, you know, I always back the players in. And, you know, that call wouldn't be harsh on them. But, um, you know, I'm happy with the two points in the end. Save that play for a two points down situation, not a uh, not an <laughs> Yeah, I, score. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just as we finish, Justin, did you have any observations around the, the high contact tightening last night? That was mostly involving Richard, Richmond players, I think. Grimes got one that... I suspect the, the they want the, the tightening not to not to give. Shea Bolton didn't get one. Floston another. Did, did you have any observation out of it? No, not really. I, I just think these things will, will find their level. Um, there's always going to be a little bit of time for the for the umpires to, to find their major, I suppose, these, these rule changes that get brought upon them. Um, well, not rule changes, but different interpretations get brought upon, upon them in season. I'll probably seek clarification on the Grimes one. I, I thought that he didn't really lower himself. His arm definitely lifted. Um, and the tackle probably would have went high anyway. So um, I probably think the umpire's got that one right. Um, the others I'll, I'll probably need to have a look at, look at again before I comment. And did, did you, just out of curiosity, did you talk to your players about it? Did they talk to each other about it? Is there anyone in your group who would have been going, OK, so I've been taking my chances there. I won't do that anymore? No, we, we talked about it um, as a group uh, very briefly because I don't think... We've had too many situations this year um, where we've either won free kicks or got or have, yeah or, or been done holding the ball for those situations. So I don't think it's a big issue for us. 
Um, yeah, uh, so we, we, we touched on it, but didn't make a big deal. Justin, good of you to join us the, the morning after. Good luck mm. for the last four of the season. Good luck, mate. No worries. Thanks, lads. Justin Thanks, Longmuir, the Fremantle coach. City Power are hosting a day at the G for potential apprentices who have an interest in the electrical supply industry for your chance to attend a free day at the football. Collingwood versus Port Adelaide on July 30, including all entertainment and hospitality. Enter now at I Can Win page. So there you go, Leon. He wanted the two points in the dying <laughs> stage. Is that the old coaching, everyone? Yeah, exactly right. No, I think he, if he had to woke up this morning and Cumberland had a shot and kicked a point after the siren, he wouldn't be very, very happy. But it's 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 mindset, and he I think he answered it really well. He said if the players had a you know took their chance and flicked it over the back and it didn't come off, he's not going to go after the players. It's just one of those things that can happen in sport, and that's the the, the thing we like about it. You're listening to Crunch Time for the Werribee Isuzu Utes. They make buying cars easy. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.